Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Cake and Conversations. I am Sierra Narita, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. I'm hoping that you will really enjoy this episode that I'm getting ready to um, play. It's actually an Instagram live video that me and the two ladies over at Kendra Connection decided to do together. It is super amazing. I'm so thankful that they offered me the opportunity to come on with them and um, do this video on Instagram live. So you will be hearing from myself, from Aaliyah Monet and Dr. Chalet. We are talking about finances in relationships. This is definitely not going to be the last time that you hear me talk about finance and relationship. It's one of my favorite topics. So hopefully you guys enjoy the episode and enjoy it as much as I did. I truly, truly had a great time doing it. So let's get into the episode. I'm writing a vision and making it play. Don't think it's a game and some of it just might be hard to apply. I know it, I know it, but I don't care cause I know deep in my brain. I'm just in for greatness and I would not get it if I keep on playing. So let me go get it. So we're just gonna go ahead and get started with today's discussion. Um, a lot of questions came up for this and we're super excited again about this topic. So the first question that was posed was in relationships, does the fact of the woman earning more than the man affect the dy dynamic of the household? Mm. And that question, I'm just gonna explain it a little bit really quickly. So that question um, I posed because I feel like the reason as to why someone made that post and saying that it was a need for the woman to give her car to the man was there's, I guess, an assumption that there's some type of shift in who, um, is the head of the household mm -hmm. because she makes more money so now the question is again does the fact that the woman makes more money change the dynamic of the household because i feel like there could be some confusion about that so right. i'm gonna let sierra <laughs> me go okay you. um y'all know this is one of my favorite topics relationship <laughs> um, <laughs> um i stay on a relationship topic but um, I, th I think we first need to establish that we're, we are um, assuming that this is a married couple, not just a couple that is cohabitating. Um, and yeah. I think, so I, So that needed to be established <laughs> for the conversation because the, the topic can go either way, depending on yeah. what type of relationship we're talking about. But for a married couple, it should not matter. Um making more money or not if i am making more money than my spouse then it does not negate or change the fact that he is the head of the household mm -hmm, right. it doesn't affect that at all like there's no like footnote in the bible that says <laughs> if we make like that, that's not there so right. that is that's definitely a, a world thing and a, a human thing to have that, that idea no, I totally agree, and I'm sure we'll kind of delve more into it as we talk, so I'm trying not to get ahead. Of course, <laughs> I know, well, I was like, I'm trying to use my words wisely so I can be like, right, right. <laughs> So, I totally agree. I don't think the dollar amount right, does not change the position. You know what I'm saying? I could make a million dollars and my husband be a stay-at-home dad and he's still the husband, mm -hmm. and I'm still the wife. Right. And as Sierra said, 
from a biblical standpoint for marriage, he's still the husband <laughs> <laughs> and I still the wife. Yeah. <laughs> the zeros behind the income don't change that fact. And so right. I think that's the the foundation we can start with yeah. for the rest of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think that'll just take us right into the the next question. And I agree with both of them that it does not change the fact that the male is the head of the household, that he's the lead, um, whether he makes the most money or not. Mm -hmm. So the next question is, if the woman earns more money than the man, should she then be expected to pay for outings (laughs) and or dates if she brings in the most income? Because I know typically, in my experience, you go out on a date, like, the expectation is that he's going to pay. At times, I might be, you know, again, I think also it's important to find out that we're talking about married relationships. Because if we're just dating, Mm -hmm. then I can offer to pay. That's something different. But if we're, you know, in a marriage, I make more money, like, I think there's still like this expectation that the man is still supposed to be the one that you know leads in that type of circumstance. So, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so, like, I'll, 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 I'll chime in. I'll chime in on this one because I agree to a certain extent. Um, I have made a decision to take men out. It was specific. It was for a specific occasion, like a birthday yeah. or something like that. It was like, you know what? It's my treat. I got you. And even then, um, it's like he. It's like I took, and then it's happened multiple times where I've taken a guy for his birthday, and he's like, no, I got. Like, dude, this is your birthday. Right. So I think <laughs> it depends on the caliber of man that we're talking about. That's going you know, still try to reach in his pocket no matter what. Right. Yeah. But I think that in a relationship or in a in a marriage i don't think it matters who pays yeah i think it matters who pays as far as um the dating goes it 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 depends on what it's looking like if it's a special occasion then it depends if i ask a guy out which depending on you know what the who who you talk to if that should or shouldn't be the case but if i do then i think the expectation should be that i pay now if i make a suggestion and then he takes that suggestions and 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 asks me if i want to go then i would assume that he's paying because he took the initiative to ask if i wanted to attend but i think in in dating yeah if you ask then you should be expected to pay Okay. 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 And that's on both ends. Yeah, and that's on both ends. Now, that goes like if you are as a woman, if you are choosing to ask, then you are getting into the muddy waters of pursuing a man. Mm -hmm. So that that gets into that realm. However, as a woman, you I don't think you can ask and then expect him to turn around. Now there are some men who will accept your ask and still pay. But the expectation shouldn't be there. Right, right, right. That's good. I like that you made that point because um, that just makes me think, as women, should we even ever make the offer? Or is that, like, it's not a norm, but, you know, Mm -hmm. for some women, I think, like, 
said with the caliber of men, with some women, like, they are not afraid to make that suggestion or to right. offer to be like, hey, you know, it's your birthday, let me treat you. Mm-hmm. So, I think, I'm going to let you answer the first question before I pose the next one, but go ahead. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> so, I agree, and it would be really interesting to have a guy pop on and give yeah. his thoughts. <laughs> So, guys, if you're watching, or ladies, if you know guys who might watch, get on the watch so they can comment. Um, so, so now we're talking about two things. So, we're talking about marriage and and our dating. So, mm-hmm. if we're talking about dating, then I do agree that it is, it could potentially be tricky. Because I, I also agree that if I if I'm the one like, hey, what you doing? You hungry. <laughs> you want to go get something to eat. Right. Yeah. Then it could be perceived that I am asking you out on a date. I am volunteering to pay for both of our meals. You know, and I'm, I'm pursuing. Yeah. Um, but if I say, like, we're, we're dating, and I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> And then you know that that means that then you need to say, are you hungry? You want to go get something to eat? Bet. It's all about your work. And then we good. We <laughs> safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about how you word it. It's all about how you word it. Now, if you, if you pick up where I'm trying to put down, <laughs> then my expectation then is that you're going to pay for it. Right. If I'm like, man, I'm hungry, you like, hey, let's go get something to eat, then the burden is off of me. Exactly. You exactly. Like, I could have went in this kitchen and made some cereal or something. <laughs> and then just it. <laughs> exactly. So I, think, so I think there is a way. And- ladies i'm not trying to be shady or, right. or tricky or anything like that but if i if we're trying to stay under that that because we try and see i know you talked about this on your podcast like we try real hard as women to not be pursuing yeah. so you know we we try to be real conscientious <laughs> of what we're saying and how we're saying it so yeah. ladies i'm not trying to be sneaky <laughs> be manipulative or any of those things like that but if, yeah. if you are trying to be conscientious of the man that found the wife yeah. and let him find you, then that might be a way yeah. <laughs> for you to frame it so that you are not in a situation where you feel like you're pursuing him and are setting yourself up to right. have to pay. Now, if you're married, when you're married, I don't think the original question was if she earns more, should she be expected to pay? And I would say no. Because it goes back to my first answer, which is he's still the husband <laughs> <laughs> and she's still the wife. Yeah. And someone may say, well, in your example, he was a, you know, he was a stay at home dad with the money coming from. <laughs> you know, he should save his allowance. <laughs> <laughs> and be ready to wine and dine. You know what I'm saying? Find a suitable for the kids. <laughs> I also think that yeah, it kind of touches into like not not the married part because there's a little bit more to that that I could yeah. say about that one. But in a non-marital mm-hmm. relationship situation, it you can't. I mean, because the thing is, you come into um, is this someone that you are looking to date? Is this someone right. that you're looking you're just friends with? Because 
men and women can be they they it's very possible for a man and a woman to be a friend yeah so is it for for me i don't I, just like i wouldn't mind paying for a girlfriend's meal yeah. if I, me and a guy friend and this is like strictly a platonic guy friend and we're hanging out if i would do it for my girlfriends it wouldn't if he's if he is single too <laughs> Gets into some different yeah, phonetic disclaimer. Right. Right. So many if he's also a single friend, then I wouldn't have any issue with with treating him just like I would treat a girlfriend. Now, if he is in a relationship or if he's married, then there are some different nuances that come into play because you know, just me respecting his relationship, I probably wouldn't even necessarily be in that situation. Yeah, but that's yeah. also, yeah. So I was going to ask a question, and this may be more so pertaining to, um, I guess, when you're not married and you're in that dating phase. Should we as women, for the sake of maintaining the dynamic and making sure that we, we aren't the ones pursuing women, should we just refrain from making those types of offers, even if it's to, like, just a, a guy friend, you know, just for... No. I don't think so. I think that I think that it would be. I mean, I think that you would miss out on relationships with people in general in that yeah. way. Like, I don't. I don't think that you should just because you are a woman, not approach people as people. Like, yeah. men are just men. They're gonna be. I mean, just because there's the potential for something to blossom into you know, I'm interested in you type of dynamic, mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to start there. It can literally start as a good, wholesome, yeah. God-fearing, this my brother in Christ, we mm -hmm. hang out because we like each other's company. It right. like I, I feel like the best relationships start as friends. So if we can't be friends and treat each other as brothers and sisters in Christ and respect each other's boundaries yeah. in that way, then, because I, I, don't, I don't think that it has to be a oh, I'm a woman and I'm a Christian and I can't talk to men at all because right. the potential that, I mean, it doesn't, life doesn't <laughs> go from talking to you and now we hunching. Like, it does, there's a lot of things in between there. So, you know, <laughs> like you can't assume that every man that you come in contact with is is then going to turn into a relationship. Some will just right. be a friend. So I don't right. think that you have to, like, refrain from those type of relationships with men. I got you. And I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, whether it's, it is a platonic relationship or someone you're dating, when you're married, you're still going to do nice things for your husband. Right, you're right. still going to, you know, get gifts or have surprises or if his <laughs> love language is, da -da -da, you know, yeah. so, so it doesn't preclude us being the woman and then being the man doesn't preclude us from spending money. Right. That's not what we're saying. It's it was the you know the thought of like so now I gotta pretend like <laughs> you make more money right. but I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman as Sierra said as a friend I'm treating you to this or as a a dating relationship it's your birthday or I just want to do right. something nice for you and or fiance or husband like it money can still be spent. Right. For sure. Right. Um, and then um, yes. Tia made the comment 
the misconception is as a woman we can't talk to guys and it's strictly be a friendship right yeah. like people say all the time like if i say hey you in the store i ain't trying to go like just because you see me smile and speak don't mean turn around and nope don't mm -mm. <laughs> right don't do that. that. I wasn't inviting you. To That's when you try to not make eye contact because as soon as you lock eyes, you be like, "Oh man, he gonna get me." They think that and open up the door. No, I'm just friendly. I look at everyone. <laughs> but I agree. I think it can get tricky again, just depending on the people. But I agree that you know, even as women, like. Like she mentioned, even when we get in the relationship or once we're married, we still have to show those acts of kindness and generosity mm -hmm. just <laughs> just to, you know, show our affection and our love and just appreciation for the person. So I totally agree with that point. Um, so the next question is, and I'm not, this may or may not affect the answer to the previous question and probably, well, I'm not, we'll see. But the next question is, do you agree with or support the idea of joining finances? Why or why not? And if so, or de depending on the answer to that question, how does that affect your answer to the previous question? And mainly this question is for like married couples only. Okay. For sure. Because we're not doing that if we're not married. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that that is our personal purpose. Y'all may do what you and do what you, you want to do. <laughs> My opinion does not reflect the opinion. <laughs> right. Right. Well, well, anybody saying that's what they said. Right. That's our opinion. Right. Go ahead, Sierra. So, <laughs> okay. so the opinion of Sierra Narita, which is <laughs> here on Cake and Conversations, does not necessarily reflect the opinions. Of, no, but I think that. Yes, I think if you are married, your your finances should be combined. It all should go into the pot. Um, I think that it is a grave mistake to try to combine finances before that time. Mm -hmm. I think that it can create a lot of issues. And if you are not, um, some people have not made it to the altar. They have decided to combine their finances mm -hmm. and then that gets into some really sticky situations. Mm -hmm. But as a married couple, yes, I feel like every couple, every married couple should have combined finances. Now, what that looks like in totality for every couple could be different. Mm -hmm. So it could be me and my husband decide we got one pot. We paying everything from one pot. We giving each other allowances out of one pot. Like we making decisions out of this one pot. It could be we got one pot and then we got, you know, a couple of separate pots where our separate allowances go into these pots. And that's the money that we play with individually. Um, but if we're going, like there's so many different dynamics to it. But ultimately, I feel like it should all go into one pot. The only exception I think there should be to that rule is if one spouse has a significant issue that could potentially cause financial harm. That means if there is like a gambling problem or if there is a drug problem, if there is something that could potentially cause this household to lose finances or some type of financial strain or issues, then in that situation, I think that even if the money is combined, then everybody don't necessarily need to have access to it. Right. So, 
Okay, Tia said, what do y'all think about separate savings accounts? That's a good question. Um, That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good question. Um, maybe go ahead. I'm going to try to think of my thought. I'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> I'll touch it real quick. I love to talk about it. So, <laughs> but to answer her question, I think that with separate savings account, I think it's fine. It goes into that what I was just saying about you know having a pot and then potentially having separate accounts that y'all can play with. But I think that both spouses. Now, this is considering that the relationship is is a wholesome. You know, everybody is loving each other the right way type of relationship. I think that it is okay to have separate savings account, but you need to have access to the accounts because you don't want to have a situation where I'm potentially saving more than what I'm leading, what what I'm um, letting my husband think that I'm saving. And so then you get into hiding money. So when you get into hiding money, then you automatically, you ain't doing right. So I think that if you have separate savings account, then you need to have complete disclosure about what's going into the account amount. You know, we need to still, those separate savings accounts need to be a part of the financial conversation that we have on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever amount of time. And those right. accounts need to be brought to the table with the receipts and the statements, all of <laughs> it. Because, you yeah. know, you don't want to get into a situation where it's like, okay, so where do you get this extra five grand from? <laughs> you right. trying to do? You trying to leave me? Like, <laughs> It's about my whole issue. <laughs> right. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, and in reference to what you were saying before about in regards to like joint finances, and you mentioned like the idea of someone having a gambling problem. I'm like, well, is this something that develops after you got married or you decided to marry a person with a gambling problem? Like, you know, so I think that's just an important note to take that we should be evaluating at least at some point before we get married like what each other's like spending habits are like and things like that because you don't even want to be in that type of circumstance to where now someone could be potentially dependent on you because they have a gambling problem and either you knew it or you didn't know it but now they're like oh can i get this can i i'm like but where your money go so I think it's <laughs> because I've been in situations like that. I'm just like, what are you spending your money on? And again, whether it's gambling or it's drugs, it's just like, now I'm in a position to where you're coming to me asking for money. But it's like, if we had, if we're on the same accord and if we're the same mindset, you know, we understand each other's spending habits and they're not like something drastic, then I think it's, it's we we're on a level playing field like you said and there is no um yo can i get this to do this or this we should just talk about that before we take that step so um did you have anything I'm gonna um <clears throat> so i agree <laughs> i agree that it is a conversation that should be had before you get married for mm -hmm. sure um, because as Sierra was saying, joint could mean different things to different people yeah. and it could look different in different relationships. So I, one example I think of is like my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So, you know, both my grandfather and my grandmother were my, I'm assuming they had a conversation before mm -hmm. they got married. My <laughs> grandfather was like 
you got this. Yes. So he would give her his check, mm-hmm. went into the account. He, my grandma my gave my like own grandfather an allowance, <laughs> and he did with it what he wanted. But she took care of all the bills and you know all of that stuff. She, you know, she she handled it. That yeah. was the agreement that they made. You know, and there could be, I'm sure there are other marriages where. You know, all the money goes into one pot. Or, like, the other example that was given, and I've heard people say this, like, we have a joint account, but we also have our individual accounts. And we split the bills 50-50, so my half of the money goes into our joint account. Your half of the money goes into the joint account. Any money outside of that, that's your money. It's my money. Yeah. You know, you're good. So I feel like if it's something that the couple has discussed, yeah and they're in agreement, then there is no right or wrong answer. Right. It's however they want it to be. I know we are all saying <laughs> some level of joint should happen, Yeah. but there are also couples where it's not like that. Right. Like, they have two totally separate accounts, yeah. and they just happen to split the bills. Yeah. Like, they pay bills like roommates. <laughs> you <laughs> that, got the cable, right, you know, or and whatever price you do. You know, and if that <laughs> works for them, then that works for them. Yeah. Um, I think with that though goes um, to the point Sierra was making about being transparent about yeah. that. Like if you were going to have something separate then um, you know they should at least know maybe. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Again it depends on the conversation yeah. that I have this money over here or this over here or what, whatever. Yeah. Whatever works for them, I think that could get. That's another one of those like <laughs> tricky things because, yeah, I think it could just depend on the relationship and what, yeah, what they feel comfortable with. So, and Tia yeah. made a comment. She wanted our thoughts on. Um, she said she was listening to this podcast where a girl said that hers was separate, and she said that she always thought everything should be joint, joint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I saw a question pop up. I don't know who asked yeah. it, but something about a four hundred one k. Yeah, Rochelle. And even with that, that caused me to think, um, in regards to especially with all of us being like entrepreneurs, what about any business accounts that we accumulate in our singleness? Like, what does that look like once you get married? Like, is that something that? he just knows about and even vice versa because men can have their own as well is that something that the other person just knows about do they have access to it do it needs to become like we're both investing in the same thing because we have different jobs that have different you know mm-hmm. investments so what does that look like any investments or business income business accounts things like that um well i think that like investments so investments like 401ks 403bs iras roth iras those type of accounts typically those are accounts that are done through your employer so those would kind of automatically be separated but um i I think that those accounts although yes you should definitely be doing those that's that's getting into legacy building and retirement preparation so you should be doing you should be investing in those accounts but again, those count, those accounts, those statements, those things need to be brought to the table so yeah. that 
both of you have an idea of what is your retirement looking like and what, because that, that'll get into a conversation of when can we actually retire right. or when will we be available? You know, when, for those, I think that the, the whole financial conversation needs to happen pre-marriage, yeah. like, and then throughout the entire process of being married. Um, yeah. And then the other part of that was, what was the second part of that? You said investment. Uh, business income. So business. let's say you're an entrepreneur. You yeah. establish so yourself. Yeah. Having a, I think that if you are an entrepreneur and you have a business that has generated any kind of income or making any kind of purchases. So if you have any kind of money coming in or out, you need to have an established business account. That is before or after marriage. Whenever you create the business, create the account. Um, and then again, it's just that account is not necessarily your account. It's your business's account. So that money needs to be handled properly as a business for, for tax purposes and all right. that thing. Um, and so as far as your spouse having access to it, is your spouse employed with the business? Would you give access to any of your employees that have, you know, that are protecting your business? And now as, access is one thing, but knowledge is another. So yes, your spouse should absolutely have knowledge of the account. Your spouse should know because essentially if this business is creating income, your spouse should know how much more money or how much less money is coming in or going out based because of this business. Because if it's a money that is being taken from y'all, then there needs to be a conversation between the spouses. Like, okay, is this business something that we want to continue to do and invest in? Because it could be bleeding y'all dry. <laughs> but if it's something that's actually generating income or something that you should probably continue, that's again, that's a conversation to say like, okay, this, this business is now starting to create income for us. Right. How much income is this creating and how much are we getting paid from this income? So right. I think that it, having access to the, to the, to the money is, is it depends on how you structure the business, but having knowledge of what's the goings and comments is necessary. Right. Gotcha. I think you made a good point, Sierra. This, this whole MBA coming out. Let's go be a now. She ain't just winging it. <laughs> she knows no. what she's talking about. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, and, and we, we're a little off topic, but not. So bad. <laughs> but not, no, it's still important because it's talking yeah. about finances. And I think something that um, was said that was really important, and by the way, Sierra's website is thelegacyarena.com yes. so you can continue to get this information yes. uh, from her and check out her podcast Caping Conversations um, <laughs> but I think a lot of times when we think about marriage and finances it generates a lot of issues of like trust and insecurity mm -hmm. and and you know, maybe feelings from past relationships. And so it's, it's all of these things going on. Yeah. And one thing that is helpful, and I'm preaching to myself too, mm -hmm. is a lot of this really bottom line is just about legacy. Mm -hmm. And it's about like next step. So if, if I believe um, that the Lord has said that you're my spouse, whether it's, you know, you're my husband or you're my, my wife or whatever, then I also have to believe God got this mm -hmm. and I have to trust that whatever may have happened in past relationships is not going to happen in this relationship. So I can't treat this relationship based on fear. Mm -hmm. 
I have from something else that happened because we need to know all this stuff for the future. Like, you know, God forbid something happened to me. Well, if if Marcus isn't on the accounts or if he's not, you know, POD and which is paid on death, right, Sierra? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I was like, she, I know she's going to explain this acronym. I know she yeah, is. I, I, so if if these things aren't in place, right. then I'm not taking care of my legacy responsibility. So now these, this money that I'm hoarding or saving or prepping is going to go to the state because I haven't done what I needed to do. That's good. Because I was scared to put them on the account. I was scared to tell them I had this. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's one thing for us to consider in general is that if something happened to me, my spouse, my children, if you're not married, need to be able to get this money. Right. So let me do all of the things that I need to do to prepare for that yeah. if and when that happens. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I so sometimes we just got to take the emotion out of it and do the practical thing. Yeah. So that we're covered in the future. So I just right. wanted to put that there. That's a really good point. And I hadn't thought about that, but I think that is a really good point. Because um, in my line of work, I've had many people call in and say, oh, well, my husband, he just passed and he was the one that handled the taxes for the past 20 some years. And now the wife don't know what to do or even mm -hmm. in some instances, vice versa, and they're like, oh, well, he handled all of this, or she handled all of this, and yeah, so it's like this big old headache, and I think it's important to, again, have that transparency in a relationship, and even if someone is, let's say, better in, or would prefer to handle the finances, so they are the ones that know everything, mm -hmm. like your grandma, mm -hmm. so in those instances, I think it's still like good for both spouse to be involved. So in the event that anything happens, we're not trying to figure out what to do or we're not like, you know, we're not seeing our money just fly out the window because we didn't set up things the right way. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that was a, a very great point. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, that was <laughs> definitely if you if you are someone like she said POD, which is paid on debt, or a POA, which is power of attorney. If you need these things in place, make sure you have them in place. Um, and that gets into a whole nother conversation of like doing wheels and all of that other stuff. Just yeah. make sure y'all y'all finances and stuff is in order because you don't know tomorrow is not promised. Let's it's just say not. That. so. That's good. That's good. All right, so the next question kind of goes back up towards the beginning of the discussion. <clears throat> so um, this question is, is it okay for others to know if the woman makes more money than the man and or is it necessary? Because again, with the post that was made, it's, it's presenting it as if other people know who makes more money in the relationship. And it's like, well, if this nobody needs to know so whether if i hand out a card or whether he hands out a card like if we're together this is our money you know especially if we're a married couple and everything is joint this is our money so it shouldn't matter who gives the card like it doesn't need to be oh let me because he the man let me make sure i give it to him <laughs> it's just like 
nobody needs to know and it's not necessary in my opinion that other people need to know who makes the more money it's like if y'all cool right. nobody else needs to know so yeah i agree <laughs> and what why but why 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 everybody got why the now you can get into situations because it can be assumed. You can assume that I make more than my right. spouse or my spouse makes more than me, but you don't necessarily have to know. Knowing means that I have, you have heard it from the horse's mouth. Like, right. I don't have to discuss that, oh, my husband make less than me or, you know, mm -hmm. vice versa, whatever. Like, that doesn't have, that should not be a conversation. Right. And while we're, where, my question is, where would that be? Where would that conversation come from? Like, that conversation would only come from a place of frustration and that place of frustration is not even a conversation you need to be having with your friends that's a therapy conversation so um there's, there's absolutely no reason and if we're married and going back to the previous and our and our finances are combined no matter who bring in what amount um the account should be joint so i do know that there are a lot of situations where like the wife carries a purse and so you know cards and money and stuff is in her purse and it's like oh hey here babe like but that's my business. If I decide, right. like, don't assume that I'm paying because I'm sliding my husband a car or cash right. or whatever. It could just be that I'm carrying it. Right. So. right. And nobody, that's no Man, your business. business. <laughs> so I don't get why there, there is a need or this idea that there needs to be some type of show or facade that he needs to pay. Like, right. it don't matter. And if I want to pay, I'm going to pay. But at the end of the day, like you said, we're in a married relationship. It's coming from the same account. So whether I give the card or whether he gives the card, mm -hmm. it really don't matter. But other people, you know, have their own ideas of how things should go or look and be. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it's a couple of things. I was sitting here. It's making me think of this movie. I can't think of the name of it now, but I know Kevin Hart is in it. <laughs> and they're at this restaurant. And he can't afford to pay for the food. So he has to figure out a way um, to pay, but he doesn't want to ask his girlfriend to pay. So it, it becomes his whole thing. But I think that in regards to the scenario from the post that um, prompted this whole discussion, so let's say my husband has a job that people assume doesn't make a lot of money, right? And I have a job that people assume makes a lot of money. Um, did we lose here? Okay. Um, so, like, that's where I feel like maybe these kind of things are coming from because most of us aren't like, hey, I make, right. you know, this amount of money and my husband makes this or vice versa. Those conversations, generally speaking, aren't happening. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's a lot of presumption going on about finances and those kind of things. So, A, stop trying to guess. Just get this <laughs> But then the post was kind of like, as a matter of respect. So, yeah. out of respect for, for Bay, yeah. <laughs> if you happen, woman, to make more money than him, don't show him up because he had this restaurant that he, can't, he maybe can't afford mm. to pay for the food. So, let me slide you this car or get in the car before we even get to the restaurant. Right. So he can pay so that the Joneses right. think all is well. And I'm like, I'm with y'all. Like, that's too much. <laughs> that's, that's 
statement. Whether our whether our accounts are combined or not, the food gonna get paid for. Right. So why does it matter? <laughs> which right. which account? Which car? Who hands? You know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like it it really really doesn't. Like that that post, like Aaliyah said when she sent it to me initially, is really more so about insecurity. It yeah. really has nothing. To do exactly. Exactly. It really has nothing to do with a relationship. It really has nothing to do, like, it really just is you feeling some kind of way. Right. And you don't want <laughs> Right. Like, that, that, that screams nothing but insecurity. Right. And then, it also assumes that he's insecure about it. Like, why, why is the, why are the, the surrounding people assuming that my spouse or my boyfriend or whoever it is that's next to me partaking in this meal he has this type of like his ego is that fragile or that he would be offended from not flattening him my card like i feel like a man would be more offended by me being like here here i got this like like no i'm (laughs) coming no definitely and i just think you know even like the post also it was a guy who shared the post and he made the comment that she's a real one because she was willing to do something like that and I think you know as even as a woman like we have to be able to identify those things within the people that we're friends with or that we're interested in because if you're in a position to where you feel like you have to do that right this, right. Like you said, it has nothing to do with finances. We need to figure out where the insecurity is coming from, and we need exactly. to figure out. Like this is this has nothing to do with money. This has to do with you and your ego or your insecurities and everything like that. Because we as women, we will you know think that we have to do something like that to feed into a man's pride to make him feel you know macho or whatever. But it's just like no, if we we have to you know, evaluate and make sure that there's an understanding that that doesn't matter. If we're secure in who we are, secure in our relationship, secure in just everything, then it's like it doesn't matter. We also shouldn't be caring about what other people on the outside think because then now that's a whole nother conversation. So, um, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with everything. Yeah. <laughs> like we can't, we can't feed into, and it, it also speaks to like the stereotypes that the world has developed around the dynamics of men and women in relationships and finances. Yeah. It's like who who said that it had to be that? If you feel that fragile because of a paying situation or a financial situation, then we got bigger issues because that's a conversation that we didn't have before we got married, and right. now this is a conversation that we now need to have in the midst of a marriage. Which means that we need to be in therapy. <laughs> yeah, we got big, we got big problems that brewing because I mean yeah. we all know that financial issues is one of the primary way, reasons why people get divorced. Exactly. It's exactly. like these are conversations that people are not having before yeah. they say I do because you're so smitten and so head in the clouds that you're not having the pertinent inf- uh, conversations. That once this all once the dust settles and it's me and you in this house, right. you know, if it's just me and you and we ain't got no kids in the house then what like right. what are we going to do how are we going to live like what is what do our finances look like these are conversations that unfortunately a lot of people don't have for whatever reason yeah. i don't know i like to talk about money so 
I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 and I'm nosy. I'll be like, so how much you make? Like, <laughs> so what can we do? <laughs> no, but that, I mean, that's so good. And we're going to totally have to do a part two yeah. to this particular conversation <laughs> about, you know, relationships and finances and what that looks like. Because the, the person who shared it, like you said, said, you know, she's the real one. Okay, so let's break this down. So she's the real one because <laughs> she's willing to slide the card to you or let it let give the appearance that you're balling and right. you're not, or you're paying and you're not. And my, <laughs> my thought was so now we're equating the real one Come with on. possibly an enabler. So now we're equating mm. the real one with a person who's just going to let you slide. Come on. Let's I mean, talk about struggle love in this conversation. Like, oh, at what age do you no longer do that? In my mind, <laughs> the real one, doing. one is either one going to be cool with where you are, and if where you are is McDonald's, let's go to McDonald's. Exactly. We're not going to Ruth Chris if you can't handle that right now. And that's cool. I'm exactly. good with that. I'm good with that. We still you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> or the real one is going to be like, hey, babe, if you feel in some kind of way that I make more money, what we need to do to help you get in a position to make more money? Yes. Do you need to go back to school? Because I'll slide you the card to pay for you to go back to school and take some classes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to help you with the come up. Yeah. But we're not just going to play games with that's good. Where we are. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's the real one. That's, 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 that's part two of this conversation. Yes. That's the real one. <laughs> Coming soon to, a, to an Instagram live near you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was going to make the last comment that <laughs> we as women, you know, I think we have so much power than we know that we do. And in this day and age, there's so much confusion and so much, mm -hmm. you know, misunderstandings or misconceptions about you know what the dynamic of a marriage is supposed to be and i think you know we've talked about this before how even sometimes with the way that we're raised as women like i was raised by a single mom so that can kind of play into how we date or how we grow up and you know deal with other relationships mm -hmm. um and we find ourselves in circumstances that you know are just not good for us because we didn't have anyone to show us different or we didn't, you know, um, exude the power that we have, but instead we let this man do whatever right. he wanted to do. So, um, again, I think it's, again, we just have to recognize and tap into that power that we have as women so that we can help our brothers as well because they were raised some kind of way too and don't know. So we as women, if we are the ones that, you know, not say that all women are, but if we're gonna, we have to sometimes be the ones to like call it out and say, mm -hmm. let's actually talk about this because this is something deeper than mm -hmm. what we're dealing with at the surface right now. So, right. but yeah, so thank you again, Sierra. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that video again. Thank you so much to Aaliyah Monet and Dr. Chalet for inviting me to be a guest on Kindred Connections. I truly, truly appreciate it. I will have all of their information down in the description box, so you can definitely check out their 
page on Instagram. Um, I truly appreciate you hanging out with me today. Again, hopefully you really enjoyed this episode. I had a blast doing it and we'll talk to you soon.